Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, today I want to talk to you about a question that I get all the time. I see it constantly coming up in the Etsy seller forums. It's a big concern for lots of Etsy sellers, both new and old. (laughs) And so today I'm tackling the question, will using vacation mode on Etsy hurt my shop? And I think it's such a legitimate question and I completely understand why there is concern about it because Etsy is a search engine, right? And so when you take your listings out of the algorithm, it affects the search engine. And so I am excited to just talk about this in a little more detail today. So Let me give you the quick answer, and then I'm going to go into a little more of the why behind it, because I think that's really important for you to understand and start to chew on just in general for the success and health of your shop and for your sanity. So first of all, the short answer is no. It does not hurt your shop to use vacation mode. It is there for a reason. It's one of the most amazing things about the Etsy platform that makes it so user-friendly and so practical for small business owners. It's just the caveat is you just have to understand what that will do with the algorithm and how to re-engage. Like you have to have the proper expectations. So that's the short answer. No, it will not hurt your shop so long as you understand what you're going to need to do when you go back live. Now to kind of extrapolate that out a little more, let me tell you how I use it. So I actually use vacation mode for for several different things um, to, to help with my shop. I have had my shop since 2015. It's a full-time income. I could I could actually, you know, I use actually vacation mode to pull back the income and the work a bit so that I can keep a, a bit of a work-life balance. And, you know, my shop sells painted signs, so my hands get really tired and sore. I have to take breaks periodically. In in my case, the vacation mode has really helped me. So The first time that I, or instance, I should say that I regularly use vacation mode is around holidays. Particularly, I use it around Mother's Day and I use it around Christmas. And what I do is I decide ahead of time, what is the last day that I can ship my product where I can feel pretty confident (laughs) that it'll arrive in time before the holiday. And I do that to... I mean, primarily to help my customer so that I'll have fewer complaints later on. So it also helps me, right? It helps my sanity because I know there's this cutoff date and I'm giving myself more than enough time to get the product done, shipped, and arrived in time for that date to reduce complaints, to reduce negative reviews, to keep my customers happy. 
But it also gives me a bit of a mental break too and physical break because I know that once that date hits, I'm going to get, and then I, I wait to even turn it back on until either the day before or right on that holiday. I usually do it on that holiday or even after so that no one's ordering that day before thinking they might still get it in time and getting mad. Like my whole thing is I want to set the customer's expectation. I want to set us both up to win. And then I know I'm going to get a bit of a reprieve to both catch up, to get everything shift, have a little window of break before I'm going to turn it back on again. And that's especially lovely over Christmas because for me, I usually have the deadline where I'm done selling on December 15th. And I know that from there, I'm going to get the rest of my pieces shipped so that they're, they arrive in time for the 25th. And then I'm going to have time to spend with my family. And now I know I'm making a trade-off, right? Because if I kept my shop open, I could capture even more of those last minute holiday sales. But for me, our our holiday sales pick up in September, October, and they are so busy, especially in October, um, or especially in September, I should say, and in November, that I'm really ready for a break. And I don't mind leaving a little of that money on the table just to make sure that my customer gets it in time, that I'm not super stressed, that I can spend time with my family. It's what works for me. And then again, the same thing on Mother's Day. A lot of people order from me for their mom or their wife or you know whatever woman in their life they want to celebrate. And I turn the shop off. I stop taking new orders about 10 days out. So I've got enough time to make them and ship them and be done and have a little bit of a break before. So I can enjoy my own Mother's Day before I turn it back on again. That works really well for me, reduces stress. And then I will also say there's this added benefit of it creates some positive scarcity. So my customers know that my shop, I'll, I'll have it in the announcement, they know that they need to make a buying decision pretty quickly because I'm not going to just always be there. So when people come, they typically buy. It motivates a, it creates some scarcity and motivates a sale. And that's also created a culture in my shop where when people see that I'm turned on, so I, when my shop's turned on, they want to buy right away because they're not sure when I'm going to turn it off again. And I don't do that to manipulate them at all. I do that because it's what I need to do from like the health of my fingers, my hands and the painting for the health of my family. You know, the way that I word it, it does not make the customer feel like I'm manipulating them, you know, in my, in my shop introduction, I just like to set the expectation up front, like, Hey, here's when we're turning this off so that I can spend the holiday with my family and give my, my sweet hands a little rest. And I just say it very sweetly. So they, they feel like, Oh, okay. She's just, she's just running a multifaceted life and this is her boundary. And when she's turning it off and it works really well, but the scarcity that of knowing that it's not just always going to be on and be there does, I think help boost my sales. This podcast is brought to you by Daily Harvest. You've probably heard of Daily Harvest, right? They make those clean, organic food and smoothie bowls. They're perfect for on the go, and it's definitely made its way through the grapevine. So this is so funny. Whenever I bring up Daily Harvest with people, they've all heard of it. They're always like, oh, yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never tried it. Is it actually any good? And I love this conversation because I have used Daily Harvest since early 2021. And um, and it's been incredible. I've actually been on a weight loss and maintenance journey for many years. And it's been such a delicious and helpful tool actually to help me stay on track. So in case you haven't heard of it, Daily Harvest is a company that creates organic whole food smoothies and bowls and flatbreads. They are packed with nutrition and really amazing ingredients to help you make great choices for your body. And they have tons of choices that they'll ship to you frozen so you can prepare them when you need them and with so much convenience. 
So I love the smoothies. I'll blend them up at home and um, I'll use oat or flax milk and the scoop of Primal Kitchen protein powder. And my favorites are the strawberry and peach and the mint and cacao right now. But I actually haven't had a smoothie that I didn't love. I've tried uh, many of them. They're delicious. And then uh, for lunches, I'll use their bowls very often. And I'll make a little extra protein for dinner the night before, you know, throw a little extra chicken or steak or whatever um, on the grill or in the oven. And for whatever I'm already cooking. And then I'll put the extra on the bowl the next day for lunch. And I'll just have an amazingly healthy and satisfying and delicious meal. And so I always feel really good about these choices. Like I don't have to think about it. It's easy. So for the bowls, my personal favorites right now are the sweet potato and wild rice hash bowl the spinach and shiitake grits. And then there's um, a Brussels sprouts and pad lime Thai bowl with some spice that I, that I always order too. But there's lots of interesting flavor combos to choose from. You really can't go wrong. So just look at the choices and pick flavors that appeal to you. And if you need a convenient but healthy food to keep your body strong and on track, I really feel very confident to suggest you check out Daily Harvest, try your first order. You can actually get $35 off your first order with my link down in the show notes. So go ahead and grab that. If you need a little incentive, do it. They're amazing. You'll be so happy with the quality of their meals. The second time that I use vacation mode is every summer. So typically, depending on your product, for sure for mine, uh, which is again, painted wood signs, the, the sales on Etsy typically go down in the summer. There are going to be some niches where that will not be the case. You might even have summer be a really busy time for you. That's just the way it works for me and a lot of other shops. And my family, you know, one of the beautiful things that Etsy's created for us is we're able to, we live in, in San Antonio, Texas for a lot of the year, and we're able to go spend summers with my family in northern Wisconsin um, on a beautiful lake in the North Woods, and it's really relaxing. And so our shop is productive enough and lucrative enough the rest of the year where we can take literally two and a half months off and just have the shop on vacation over the summer and the rest of the year more than makes up for it with, you know, with the sales. Um, and then my husband can work remotely now there where we, where we go. So that is another way that I use it every year. I've been doing it, you know, for several years now I take, I take breaks and it has not, you know, do I, do I lose sales during those times? Absolutely. I do lose sales, but not, I, I, I still make more than enough for my Etsy shop to make sense for it to be a very nice full-time income I can take on as, as much as I feel like taking on. And so here's where I want to pivot a little bit and talk to you about the expectation you need to have. So, so when you turn your shop off on put it on vacation mode, the longer you do it for, the further out of the algorithm that you fall. And so that's, I think, why people get really worried about vacation mode and think it's going to hurt their shop. Because when you do turn it back on, it takes a while to get back in the algorithm. So I have a, a story for you about this that um, was was learning ground for me, and it wasn't even that long ago. The longest break that I took on Etsy was the summer of 2020. So we, you know, as we do, we left. Um, it was during the COVID pandemic, remember? So we left to go up to Wisconsin early in the summer, and our plan was to come back in time for the school year in August. And I figured, you know, the shop would be on vacation. At that point, I think we planned a six-week trip. Well, but it was COVID. it was the year of COVID. So what happened was we had um, everything was different. So we bought a new car. We bought a Ford Explorer. 
with a tow hitch and we actually bought a small trailer because since we were taking a longer trip for the first time, we were taking our pets with us and we needed them to have somewhere to stay while we were up there. Our cats were able to stay in the trailer. We usually had a pet sitter for them back home previous summers, but since this was a longer trip, we needed them to be with us. So they were going to stay in the trailer and then we were going to stay in the house with my family. So we have our new car, a great vehicle pulling this trailer and it was more than sufficient to to pull it. But what happened was during our drive, it's about a 30 hour drive from San Antonio, Texas to Northern Wisconsin. And we were about six hours out from our destination and our brand new transmission failed at like 9 p.m. Fortunately, in the parking lot of my favorite restaurant, Portillo's, shout out to Portillo's. Anyone who's ever been there knows how amazing it is. We literally got stranded in that parking lot. And because it was the middle of COVID, we could not get a tow. We could not get, we could not get anything because it was actually a Sunday also. And it was a mess. So fortunately, the next morning we were able to get Ford to come get our car. They, the, since it was a brand new car, they rented us a truck to pull our trailer and get to where we needed to go. They did a brief fix on our car, but here's what happened. The transmission failed and and it was a brand new model year and all of the Ford, what are they called? Like manufacturing plants had stopped making all of the parts for their cars and were making ventilators. So we could not get a new transmission for four months. Again, I think if it had been an older, older model year, they probably could have sourced one, but because it was a brand new one, everything had come to a grinding halt. So we went from we were going to spend six weeks in Wisconsin to we were going to spend four months because we had no way of getting back to Texas in the middle of the pandemic without our car to pull our trailer. (laughs) It was such a mess. It actually turned out to be so memorable and so much fun. And school was distance learning anyway, so it didn't matter. But the point is my shop was on vacation for four months instead of the planned six weeks. And it's by far the longest. And I was like, well, this is going to be fascinating. But if you've listened to me before or read any of, I mean, you'll know that I always say everything is figure outable. I really approach my business with a, you know, if I don't know it, I'll figure it out. If it doesn't work the first time, I'll try again. Thank you, Marie Forleo, for the best line and best book. Everything is figure outable. I recommend it. Um, and so we turned the shop back on and it was really slow for two, at least two weeks. And it was a little bit nerve wracking because I had never gone that long. And so I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And so, see, I have done the testing for you, my friend. The most critical thing about vacation mode is having the right expectations. You just need to know that it's going to take you a little while. For me, after four months, it took up to two weeks to start making regular sales again. And it so it doesn't tank your shop. It doesn't kill your sales. You just have to have the right expectation of, okay, I'm starting over a little bit in the sense of I'm going to have to prime the pump again to get my listings back into the search results, get my sales going again. But I was able to, within two weeks, get them back to where they had been before I even put the shop on vacation. And it was like, no problem. So if you need to know how to prime the pump, you want to learn more about that. I have a couple of tools and resources. You can actually go back to episode two of my podcast. Um, It is called How to Get Your Sales Seen by More Shoppers Today. And that will give you some tips on how you can get yourself you know, seen a little more back into the algorithm, get your, you know, get your shop seen a bit more. And then the other thing I have for you over on my site is a free PDF download. And it's called four strategies I use to grow my Etsy shop from $25 to 6,000 plus per month. And that's basically what I did in the first year. I had it open 
to get into a full a full time income, and I've grown it from there. But that's really helpful for you as like a new or emerging shop or really trying to you know grow to a new level. Um, it's a great free resource for you to start seeing some of those things. And when I when I had that long break on vacation mode for four months, I used those same strategies in there to go ahead and prime the pump and get back into the algorithm. So those tools are there for you. Um, go grab them and um, you can find that free download at my site, which is howtosellyourstuff.com. And I'll put the link directly to it, you know, in the show notes and down in the in the show description right here for you to grab as a resource. But just to wrap all that up, Vacation Mode is a great resource. Don't work yourself into the ground. Don't stress about it. You know, I would say if you're a brand new shop, I would wait a little bit for Vacation Mode if you can, not to the point of stressing about it. But, you know, if you can have up to 100 sales under your belt, especially if you can have some just, you know, some sales and some five-star reviews, that's going to help you a bit. I, I do not think it's the end-all be-all. I think if you're new and you do a Vacation Mode and you go back on, you're, you're really in the same place you were as a new shop. So don't stress about it. It's an awesome resource. We've got plenty of things over on my website in our free resources, on the blog, in the courses. I can do consulting with you to help get your shop where it needs to be to get seen. Don't stress. Take a much-deserved break. Self-care. Love yourself. Love your family. Utilize that amazing tool that is Etsy Vacation Mode. Have an awesome one. Let me know what questions you have, and we'll keep serving up some great content and resources for you to learn how to sell your stuff on Etsy. (laughs) Have a great one. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.